following is an R.E.D. Podcast Network production, bringing on-demand geek audio straight to your eardrums one podcast at a time. To listen to more great geek audio podcasts, check out the R.E.D. Podcast Network at redpodcastnetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Today on the Slash Cloud Podcast, I ask you, why are you going to the cloud? Do you know? Does anyone in your organization know? Today's show, we look at why you're going to the cloud and help you unravel the mystery. Slash cloud. Welcome to the Slash Cloud Podcast, brought to you in association with clouderedissues.com. My name is Ian, and I am your personal cloud Sherpa. The goal of this show is quite simple. For me to take my six, seven plus years of experience in cloud infrastructures as a service and cloud services and help you flatten the learning curve and be your anchor so the cloud does not carry the focus away from your business and what you want to achieve in it. And you know what? The point of this podcast is also to make sure that I'm able to help you see through the sales speak, clear away the mists of marketing, and in an agenda-free manner to help you break down the reality of what cloud can do and mean to your business in an easy-to-understand way. It's a question that many people in their business find themselves asking at some point or another of late. Why are we going to the cloud? Why is the cloud important to our business? And the one underlying fact that comes back over and over again is, who's driving why we're going to the cloud. Is there any particular reason why we're going? Are we going for the sake of going, for example? And you know what? I've had conversations with people when I'm out there in the field and they're talking to them and they're, they're not sure about why they need to go to the cloud themselves. Someone in their business has said, hey, why don't we put our stuff up in the cloud? Everyone else is doing it, so we should too. It's a great way forward to make sure our business stays progressive. And you know, I'm one of these people who's always believed that you can't understand where you're going until you know where you've been. And it's important for businesses to get into that. Like, what are the reasons why? What are the fundamental common problems when feeling the need to go? And and again, not understanding the reason why. What's driving it? Okay, let's look at this from a standpoint of, let's take a business who has a, traditionally their business has been to provide a software service where in the past they started out, maybe they sent out diskettes to their customers with their latest version of their software and sent them update disks in the post and then it moved into CDs and then it moved into DVDs and then it became a case where the software updates were available to be downloaded up uh, online or then they may be able to be downloaded automatically through the application And then the business got to a point where it went, hey, why are we just selling people the the software for them to download? What if we hosted that software for them? Let's take away that headache for them. And then the business suddenly becomes a software as a service model. Again, not unusual. A lot of businesses have done this. Uh, Accountancy packages, other uh, sort of management pieces of software have become as a service or software as a service models where people go online, they buy the service, they don't have to worry about hosting the software, don't have to worry about keeping the software up to date, all the updates are automatically put in, Uh, they don't need to worry about, hey, what if the server to host this goes down, what am I going to do, my business relies on this, and they move into that. And you know, for those kind of service providers going into the cloud, you know, that's crucial because that's re-pivoting your business to move into the, the market that everyone else is moving into and is becoming the norm for consuming software as a business, is to get into this purchasing it as a service and you know that's fine for that 
But then you take something, for example, let's say you've got your average Joe Soap soap shop down the road. Maybe they're a florist. Why do they need to go into the cloud? Well, again, trying to convince them why they need to go into a cloud is a little bit more difficult. You know, maybe it's a case of we need to keep books for our shop for tax purposes and all the rest of that good stuff. You know, them going and taking a software as a service from someone that makes sense. Them going and taking infrastructure as a service, maybe not so much. Maybe they need to do inventory management. Maybe there's, maybe they need to engage in liaising with other vendors. You know, maybe those vendors have got their own cloud services where they're able to go and manage stuff as opposed to trying to manage things through email. So at that point, all they're doing is they're actually shifting away from one form of cloud service. And I'd maintain that email in one respect is a form of cloud service, especially if it's taken from a large service provider where they're maintaining their own banks of email servers. You don't need to worry about what capacity is on those and so on and so forth. It's being managed for someone else and you're worried about your little slice of that haven. Uh, so, you know, they're all, in fact, all they're doing at that point is they're already technically in a cloud service of sorts. And all they're doing is they're repivoting their business into another one. And then there's the other side of it where you start looking at the larger picture of things where you're starting to see the progressive growth of things like unified communication systems. Again, the big wider reason why are we going into the cloud at that point is, well, maybe it's a case of, hey, I want to be able to be better at communicating internally and communicating externally with our customers. I want to have a single platform for managing this. I want to be able to be flexible and diverse and agile. And I want to be able to do things like collaboration. But I all want I want to be able to do it at a one platform rather than having to learn several platforms that would normally handle this diversely. Uh, again, why are you going to the cloud? What's driving it? In that case, you can say, well, hey, maybe it's the fact is we realize we want to improve our level of customer service with our clients. We want to be better at communicating internally. So when we go to communicate with our clients externally, we're better equipped and better enabled. We're better able to service, in which case then it's a service need that's driving it. And too often is there's a, it almost feels like there's tech guys in businesses. And, you know, I love tech guys. I'm a tech guy myself. I work with a lot of tech guys, quite obviously. And tech guys tend to be, woo, shiny, new toys to play with, new cloud service to play with. And you'll see them if they have access to infrastructure as a service, they'll download these new uh, portal tools or these new softwares and they'll install them up onto their infrastructure as a service and they'll use them in the business or they'll tr- play around with them first. And then all of a sudden they start worming their way into parts of the business and then the tech guys are driving that and then a couple of weeks later "Mm, no I don't really like this and then they drop it and move to something else and it doesn't allow you to get any sort of consistency of service because your tech guys are busy getting their jollies uh, playing with new software and playing with new toys and their infrastructure as a service model so again who's cloud actually serving at that point it's sure as hell not serving the business in one respect and all all it's doing is it's actually distracting your tech guys from focusing on being able to help deliver mission critical services to your customers and providing the best uh, value to the business at that point and that is a crucial thing again and it always comes back to is when you go to put your business into the cloud one of the most important fundamentals of doing so is doing a needs analysis why do we need to do this what do we need to do this who do we need to do this how do we need to do this When do we need to do this? Very important things. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with taking some time at this point because it is is an upheaval to start shifting your data, shifting your mission-critical systems around. Your business doesn't stop. 
for it to allow you to do this. So everything is constantly in flux. You decide on a Monday you're going to start shifting stuff into the cloud. On Thursday, just as you're about to pull the trigger to go and do so, guess what? Your systems are still in use. Your business is still going. Your business doesn't go on hold to allow you to go into the cloud. So again, planning being crucial, needs analysis being crucial. Very, very important things that need to happen. So when you're doing this, there is a little sort of a four-letter acronym that I like to actually put around this. When you are going into the cloud, build yourself a team. And when I say team, I mean together, everyone achieves more pushes everything towards the focus of the business, makes people understand the purpose of the project. So the project runs on time, it runs to schedule. Everything happens in accordance with its milestones. And again, before, so you're again, when you decide that you're going into the cloud, you already have this clear project path to follow, this clear path in front of you of where you need to go, when you need to go there by, how you need to get there, all of this is done in the best way possible to your business, the least affecting way for your business, and gets you where you need to go for the reasons you need to get there. Very important. A lot of people don't do this. There are people who take flights of fancy where they just have seen clouds. They've either read something in a, in a business periodical. They've seen it on Bloomberg television. They've seen it in a Sunday business post. They've seen it on Sky News. They've seen it on the internet. They've seen it in an email. Hell, the dog down the road has told them to go into the cloud. Their mother-in-law has rung them and went, Hey, you need to go in the cloud with your business. All these signs pointing constantly towards go to the cloud, go to the cloud, go to the cloud. All this sales speak just being thrown and laden in there all the time to people. All these compelling reasons why you should go into the cloud. What the benefits are to your business. And not a single one of them asking you, is going to the cloud right for your business? In fact, you're never going to see those. They are the internal questions that you need to ask. They are your internal safety checks, if you will, as to why you need to go to the cloud and how you need to go to the cloud and with who. You know, there's a lot of providers out there right now and they're springing up and they're starting to get into really slick advertising campaigns, slick marketing campaigns, targeting their demographics, knowing who they want to go after. And yes, all the talk will be about helping you, the customer, being there for you, the customer, being your right-hand man as you venture up into the mountain of cloud and join everyone at the peak. That's important and that's great. Always have support. Be supportive. Brilliant. No problems. But... Helping you understand the business, your business and what your business wants to achieve. These guys don't know your business. They're talking in generalities. You need to go sit down with these people. You need to have people in your business who are willing to stand up and take responsibility for a project like this. And for them to also take on the responsibility of some, some education for the business. Or to hire in some uh, experts who have the ability to help shore up that education gap in your business to understand why you need to go there. It's not enough to rely on the third-party provider to be your Sherpa to take you up the mountain. That's not enough. They already have an agenda in one respect. That agenda is to sell, sell, sell. A, B, C. Always be closing. That is the agenda of the salesperson beating the streets. Anyone who's seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, they know this. This is the salesman's motto. Always be closing. A, B, C. 
very important for the salesperson. Not so important for you, the business, who's trying to understand what they need to do and to help further their business, progress their business, be able to grow their business, perhaps even to save their business. In other words, to get costs down and to try and take out some of the complexities of their business to allow them to get back to basics so they can re-pivot the business, make it more profitable and to try and grow the business out of whatever recessionary state they find themselves in. That is the important factor that's driving it. So understanding what's driving the business to go into the cloud is important. Having the right team internally and having a team that's willing to take the responsibility to take on that education or where it's possible and permissible. Permissible in terms of time, permissible in terms of finances, permissible in terms of being able to find the appropriate expertise to come in and help advise in an agenda-free manner to come in and help guide you into seeing what you want to achieve. You know, doing business improvement reviews with your, even with your service provider, do a business improvement review if they have one. If they have that service, go and do it. Take it for what it's worth. And then go and find out what you, how does this actually apply to your business? Is the business improvement review about how they can save you money, how they can sell you more stuff? Or is this about, hey, what about if you actually tried looking at integrating this, this, and this together? And the reason being is X, Y, and Z. Like making it important and critical to your business and how you want to, what you want to achieve in your business. That's the real important thing. If the guy is just going to give you like a sales list and a menu of things to go and buy, hey, that's not really helpful to anyone but the sales guy. It's not helpful to you. And you're trying to understand, well, what can I do here that helps me achieve X, Y, and Z? It almost becomes like when you're 12 years of age and you're, you're solving your first complex mathematical problem where... Uh, x plus 7 equals 17 and you're, you're trying to figure out how you understand what x actually is and then you go on to more complex maths type problems where you're just trying to work that out and that's the same thing you need to do here and sometimes it requires you to almost step back take that 5 year old or 12 year old view you would as a child and going hey what am I trying to do here what am I trying to learn here what am I trying to achieve here and breaking it down, making those simple lists. Don't worry about the pros and cons at this point. You're worried about, hey, I need to do this, so what do I need in order to achieve this? What do I think I need to achieve this? And then start attacking that problem one stage at a time. Are you going to hit road bumps? Possibly, that's going to happen. Are you going to have maybe a couple of, a couple of uh, wrong calculations somewhere along the way? More than likely. But... Going into the cloud, a lot of people in their marketing will tell you, hey, this is easy, this is simple, we make it simple, we make it easy. It's not always easy. It's about doing what's best for your business, doing what's important for your business. It meeting the needs of your business. They are the real crucial important points. And that's what a lot of people never get you to. It's what an awful lot of the consultants who are coming in from the cloud service providers to sell you those services. That's what you're missing. That's not what you're being told. So, to sort of just drive it back home, why are you going into the cloud? Understanding your needs, they are the most important things to start with. Understanding the who, who do you need internally, and you do need people internally to help you with this. You do need to have a good solid team because an awful lot of times you're trying to consolidate things and you're trying to get better efficiencies by taking advantage of cloud services. 
So who's going to benefit from it? Whose input do I need? Whose buy-in do I need? Who do I need to act as a champion in particular areas to do things? Hey, you might even just be a one-man show, or a one-woman show for that matter. In which case, you're like, okay, there is only one of me. I'm trying to take a whole load of hassle and headache away from myself here. So that's your priority, is you're trying to free yourself up so you can be more engaged with your business and less engaged with the IT and the administrative side of your business and trying to be more engaged with the proactive selling and management of your business and trying to free up valuable head hours and valuable hours of time in trying to achieve that. Why do you need to go there? The fundamental reason. What is your overrider reason? Hey, if cost is your real overriding reason, don't try and find another reason to replace that. Say that it's cost. Drive it at cost. But, when you go to cost, get ready to make that pros and cons column. Every time you try and shrink cost, there is some offset out the other side. Find out what the realities of that offset for cost is. That as you go down in price, what are the compromises you're making? Put the tangible, put them in there in an Excel sheet in front of yourself. Don't just take it for salesperson X, Y, or Z's word. Don't take it for marketing material A, B, and C, what it says. Make yourself a matrix. Look at it properly. Identify what it is you're actually gaining at each, each price point level and what you're not gaining. If you're not sure, ask. This is the one thing which I get the feeling out there with an awful lot of guys in the sales field. This sounds like I'm really taking a, a real sort of wooden bat to the guys who are in the cloud sales field. But in the technology sector, too often, salespeople will tend to leverage off the fact that they are perceived as the experts and that the customers suddenly move into this mode where they don't feel like they're able to ask questions because then it feels like they're being stupid or that they are stupid and can't ask a question because it makes them look like they are incompetent when they're really the customers. You know, a couple of years ago it was said to me by someone and it was when I was starting out in my career and, you know, it stuck with me to this day. There is no such thing as a stupid question. The only stupid question is, should I ask this? That is the only stupid question. Always ask the questions. If you don't understand the answer that you're getting, have them break down the answer further. If they can't give you the answer straight for what you're looking for, find another way to make that so it, you, it is something. Never leave yourself at the point where you feel that you're having to compromise getting the answer that you want in terms of to allow you to understand things because there's a sales guy on the other side and perception. Because believe me, more often than not, the sales guy, he just knows what he knows to be able to get the sale. He'll, he or she will bring in experts to help close that sale. Maybe it's one of their heads of support. Maybe it's one of their heads of service delivery. Maybe it's their operations manager. Maybe it's their janitor. Maybe it's their kitchen cleaner. Maybe it's their CEO. Like, bring in the heavyweights to help close a sale. Hey, my CEO has come in to meet you. That should be a good enough reason of why you should trust us and come with us. Our CEO trekked all the way down here to meet you, press the flesh, shake hands, introduce themselves to you. That should be an impressive reason for you to close the sale with us today. Again, these are just sales tactics. They're just every salesperson and every company in the world selling uses them. This is how we do things. It's not always a case of trust the brand, trust the sales 
pitch sometimes it's a little bit more of that personal touches there as part of the reason to help close the deal the guy's going in to go hey if you press the flesh it's harder for you to say no because you're going to be captured by my charisma it's one of those things it just happens but don't let it distract you from the fundamentals of doing your own analysis doing your own matrices doing them in an excel sheet write them down on a piece of paper write them down on the back of your bar tab Keep them safe. Make sure you review them. Keep them simple for yourself. Use KISS theory. Keep it simple, stupid. Do these things to help you understand why you're deciding to go into the cloud. Why you're deciding to adopt it for your business. Why you think your business needs it. What you're gaining from it. And more importantly, who you need to help deliver the cloud services into your business. And who is going to help you in the long term to make sure you extract every single benefit that they can to your business. And how they can grow to become a fundamental part of your business. To help become almost like a, I don't know, it's, I think it's kind of almost like a, it's a, like a climbing vine. that interweaves itself into your business where it comes to a point where you no longer notice it. Because it's part of the aesthetics of your business. It's part of the, the fundamental foundations of your business. And it just becomes an interwoven part that you no longer think about. In the same way that you don't think about things like when you want to go and switch on the lights in a room in your business. Or you want to plug something in. I mean, how many of you out there, when you actually go and you decide to take an office for your business, actually go around and do, some, do something as simple as, I'm going to go around and like, just make sure that I've got enough plugs for everything. You don't. You take, and you did all plugs work. You take it as a given that the plugs, if you see them, they work. And if there's no plugs, you don't think twice about going, I need to get an extra plug or I need to get an extension. You no longer have to think about it because it becomes part of a natural extension of fact that plugs are there, power is available. You don't find yourself going, hey, I wonder if I've actually got enough power supplying my building to run all of this stuff. You take it as a given when you're running an office and you see lots of plugs. You can plug your computers in, you can plug your laptops in, plug in your hair dryers if you need be, plug in your razors or your shavers. You don't care about these things. You just take it for granted that it's there. And this is the way when you start bringing cloud services into your business, after you've gone through all the right reasonings as to who, where, what, why, when, how, you take it that it's, you no longer have to give consideration to these things. In fact, if anything, it becomes of when do you outgrow those? When do you outgrow the confines of those cloud services? And then you start stepping up through the next levels. I'd love to know what people's experiences are when they're out there trying to figure out the who, where, what, why, when, hows of getting their cloud services. I'd love to hear. Send me an email, ian.bergen.cloudedissues.com. Remember, you can visit our website, cloudedissues.com, where every two weeks we put up a new episode of this show. And on the alternative weeks, we put up new articles talking about ventures into the cloud, latest topics of discussion, security, all the important stuff. Again, keeping it simple, keeping the language simple, demystifying it trying to take as much of the complexity out in the sales speak out and you can also check it the out on twitter at clouded issues where we also have a daily news roundup through this paperly service and for those who don't know cloudedissues.com is now available on stitcher radio which means those of you on android can actually now tune into the show and you don't have to worry about downloading it to your phone 
because it'll stream down. If you're on an iPhone or an iOS device and you don't really have an iTunes to connect to or you're tired of having to download podcasts, use the Stitcher Radio app. You'll be able to download and be able to access thousands of other podcasts as well from around the world, as well as all the other great RED Podcast Network shows. So until next time, my name's Ian. Thanks for stopping by.